Hello and welcome to the Mom Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson, creator of the Mom Strong Method and full-time holistic health and life coach for working moms. I give it to you straight, I hold you to being your best self, and I can't wait to help you craft your life into something perfectly imperfect. Tune in each week as I share tips, tricks, and motivation for balancing family, a job, and trying to get healthy. I'm so glad you're here. First of all, I've been digging. I've been recording podcasts today, and I always try to like get in a really good energetic state because I love you guys and I want you to get my best. And so um, today I've been uh, diffusing Stress Away. It's a Young Living essential oil blend and it is life. If you haven't smelled this, it's like giving me life today. So if you're an essential oil user, check it out. Stress Away, Young Living. It's amazing. You can thank me later. I've been using... um, total sign tangent coming your way. I've been using essential oils to help um, with sensory mood, like regulation. Is that a thing? Someone Google that and then tell me that I just created that and I'll write a book about it. Um, essentially, I got the, the practice of it from, or the reminder of the practice of it from the book, The Healthy Deviant by Pilar Girasimo. would highly recommend that book. And she talks about using um, essential oils throughout your day. And I love it because, have you ever like, someone's walked by you and you're like junior high dance 19 whatever that was and like it brings you a scent can bring you back to a certain spot and the olfactory senses are really really powerful in terms of memory and energy and mood and things like that so the way i've been doing it is i've been um in the morning i use more of like a citrusy type thing so i might do a lemon or um, a wild orange and i just literally i put a drop in my palm i rub my palms together i take a big old huff of it and then i like rub it on my neck and that's during my meditation so in the morning kind of waking you up energizing there's other blends i think there's actually literally an energized blend from i think doTERRA or young living i'm not sure but So trying that first thing in the morning, and that's a sensory connection to, okay, we're waking up, we're doing our meditation, we're getting focused. And then midday, I will usually do a little bit of a peppermint for, um, you know, like around one o'clock, two o'clock, typically when that energy lull comes. And that energy lull, again, is normal, you guys. If you haven't gone back, go back to um, episode 61 and listen to that about your energy lulls that will happen during the day. It's no big deal, my friend. And so I use that instead of like reaching for caffeine or chocolate or something else that my body's like, my brain is like, eat all the food or take a nap. Um, I will do a drop of peppermint oil and I'll put that in my palm and I'll inhale that. And that's supposed to be really energizing a good energy pick me up. And then in the evening, I use um, Stress Away or Lavender. And so right, I'll do my journaling, and then right before bed, I'll put a drop of that, and I'll smell that. And so it's really powerful, too. We do it with Zeke at nighttime. We do like a, a squirt of a vino lotion, and then we do a drop of lavender oil. And so he's just learned to associate that with sleep time. And, you know, does it make him fall asleep? I don't know, but he knows that it is bedtime. And when he smells that scent, it's just another way to connect that. So... Maybe think about that with your kids. If you want to diffuse some um, essential oils in the morning and then they can assume, okay, that's the morning. And they start like, you know, uh, what's the word? I can't think of it. But basically like without them knowing it, they're like, okay, I associate now the smell of orange and lemon with the morning. And then at nighttime you can diffuse lavender and all those things. So um, anyways, total side tangent, not at all related to social media usage, but you're welcome for that bonus tip today. Um, But again, yes, stress away from uh, Young Living is just giving me life. It's amazing. And I don't sell it. So this is not a paid ad. Um, 
Okay, so today, social media, my friends. Um, this episode has been coming for a while, but recently, probably in the last month or so, my clients, it's been coming up more and more and more and more, just about realizing as they get more mindful, it's funny the habits they pick up on that they're like, wow, I am not doing that mindfully. And that really bugs me. And I love seeing them stop being so like, weight and food focused and start being like, okay, where else can I use these magic tricks that aren't really magic that the mom strong method teaches and in other areas of my life. And typically one of them comes around to social media usage. So I want to, first of all, social media is not evil. It's not bad, but it is like those fatty and sugary foods and like alcohol, it is manufactured to make you want more. And so that's where it becomes an issue. It's not bad in itself. It's only bad when you start putting it in front of things like reading a book or writing your novel or going to the gym or doing your meditation or going to bed. Things that you may want to be prioritizing higher. If social media starts coming in front of that and the same thing with TV, same thing with food, same thing with alcohol. If you're putting these things in front of the things that you really are meant to do here on this earth, which is not just binge eat food, drink too much alcohol, and be caught up on your Instagram feed. You are meant for bigger things, my love. And so social media can be one of those time suck vortices. See, look how smart I am using my master's degree for big language, vortices, and where you just look up and you're like, oh my God, it's been 35 minutes. And what am I doing with my life besides watching cat videos? And um, so it's real and it's manufactured to be real. So you're not weak. So don't put this on you. Same thing around food and alcohol. You are not weak. These things are manufactured to keep you wanting more. And now that you know that, you can then put in some things. So I'll do a separate episode at some point about barriers, how to use barriers. And oftentimes when we are trying to break a bad habit, you want to put in more barriers. When you are trying to create a good habit, you want to take out barriers. So um, for instance, if you want to work out more, and you just find yourself being like, well, it's really cold and the, the morning, the sun isn't coming up and the gym's really far away. And it's always packed. And then the class, I can't find a spot that I like. That's like literally seven barriers that you just listed out. So start taking away those barriers. For me, I the going to the gym was a giant barrier. Now it is not. Now it is something that I love and enjoy and that motivates me. However, in the beginning, I just worked out at home to videos online. And I knew that if I, and I literally work out in my shoes and my jammies, I didn't even want the barrier of having to put on shoes, you guys. So find out what barriers are keeping you from these things and remove them. And the same thing, the way we're gonna use barriers today is by putting in barriers. So if you're trying to break a bad habit, whether it's you know the 3 p.m. snack or it's hitting the snooze button or whatever it is, you put in barriers. So think about that bad habit. It could be anything. Again, today we're going to focus on social media, but it could be anything. Whatever the bad habit is, how can you make it more inconvenient for you to eat the thing, watch the thing, whatever it is? So here are my tips and tricks. Are you ready? They're super easy. You've heard them. You probably haven't implemented them, and this is your chance. Unless you are driving, get off your phone. That's illegal in most states and in Minnesota where I live. So my first thing is, Y'all, you've heard it. Like, and if you've heard it and not done it, or maybe you did it and then you slipped back into the habit, that's also really common, especially with social media and eating. Um, turn off the notifications. Turn them off. Turn them off. Turn them off. If you don't know how to do it, Google it. How do I turn off notifications on my iPhone, Android, whatever device you're using? 
and turn them off, literally. We are trained dogs. We are trained Pavlov's dogs that when we see the bing and the boop, we cannot help ourselves but turn it off. Unless you're like some of those sociopaths out there that like have the little notifications on and it's like 15,000 emails in your inbox. I can't handle you or understand you. <laughs> it's either like inbox zero or inbox 10,000. Um, but if you are someone that you find, if you are someone who reacts to the little banners or the bings, the bops, the boops, help yourself. Put in barriers of not having those up. So you can do it per app. You don't have to do it for your whole phone. Um, I also, like when I'm sitting here, I will actually put my phone on do not disturb. And so it's like on airplane mode so that nothing can reach me in the entire world. Otherwise I'm like, ooh, 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 I need to check that. So I don't have, you are not weak. Don't try to be like willpower superwoman here. Help yourself and turn off all the notifications. And um, especially for silly things like Facebook. And you know what? I used to say, oh, it's my job though. And that was just a total bullshit lie. I don't need to be, you do not need to be, I do not need to be plugged in 24 seven to anything, whether it's my clients who I love and adore, my family who I would die for, um, whatever it is, you don't need to be that plugged in you guys. So turn off all notifications, banners, the little numbers that add up, um, sounds, anything, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. If you are not driving right now, literally pick up your phone and turn it off. Don't wait, don't be like, oh, good idea, Jen, because I know, turn it off, do it right now. The second thing is, is adding a barrier of making it less convenient. So there's two kind of things you can do. One is less extreme and the other one might give you hives. The first one that is less extreme is move all of those tempting apps to the second or third page of your phone. Just adding that in so when the first thing that you see isn't Instagram or Facebook or your email or whatever your tempting apps are, moving it to the second screen can be really, really helpful. So by now you've turned off your notifications. So visually and audibly you are not hearing or seeing it while it's just sitting there. Then the next level is when you open it, what do you see right away? And make it your boring shit. Or maybe make it things that you want to be doing more of. Maybe it's like a this one of those second-a-day apps. Or maybe it's, um, I don't know, listening to podcasts. Having that app be front and center. Or maybe it's tracking something and you have your tracker app right there. Or your water app. Or whatever apps that you were like, hey, I want to read more. So you put your e-reader app on the front page. So take out the barrier of those being hidden in the second page. And add in the barrier for your tempting apps by putting them on the second, third page into little boxes where you can't really see them right away, okay? And then another level of that, which again, might give you hives, but if it does, is also something to explore. So if you're like, this makes me very anxious, then listen to that because no app should have this much control over your anxiety and feeling level. So my tip, if you wanna go for it, you're ready to go ham on it. And if you don't know what ham stands for, just Google it because I don't know if I've sworn already in this episode, but I'm determined to make a non-explicit episode by not swearing it. It's not going to happen. So if you want to go ham on it, delete it. Delete the app. <gasps> Did anyone just have a panic attack? Was anyone like, oh my God, but, but. So you can delete the app. Friend, you can always reinstall it. I have a friend who I know who actually deletes it every morning and then reinstalls it at night for an hour and then deletes it again. Yeah, is that a little bit like extreme? Sure, but she also was on her phone for like seven plus hours a day scrolling social media mainly. So what you can do is you can delete it, you can delete it, you can delete it. You can access all of these apps 
from your computer. How beautiful is that? And there is a reason why Instagram doesn't let you post from your browser. They want you on your phone. Think about that, my friends. So you can delete it. Just delete it. Get it out of there. And it's also just good to do a general app audit every once in a while and be like, oh, I'm not even using that or I'm using that too much and I don't really want it on my phone or whatever it is. So delete those tempting apps. See how it feels. Maybe give yourself like a little seven day challenge and be like, ooh, today on Monday I'm deleting it and I will re-download it if I want to on Sunday. When you do these things, a little side note that I want you to tune into. So now you've turned off your apps or all the little bings, bops, boops, right? And you have moved it to the second page or you've deleted it. Now I want you to get cognizant of how trained you are. It's scary, you guys. So how trained you are to reach for your phone, how trained you are to be checking your phone constantly, how you've just gotten in that habit. It's really scary. And if you want to go back, if so in my free Facebook group last month or earlier this month, I talked about how to read more. This is a great way to do that. You will find yourself reaching like a trained dog to pick up your phone. When you start realizing that you're going to be like, oh my gosh. And then you got to retrain that. You got to fill that habit in because if you're just going to leave it blank and empty, it's going to feel uncomfortable. So that's the next one. My next tip is to replace your social media habit with something that you want to be doing more of. So instead of leaving this like big vortex out there where it's like, okay, I'm not using social media. I'm just going to sit here and stare at the wall like a sociopath. It's like, no, you can actually replace that. So now you have that time. You have that energy. You have that brain space. What do you want to do? Do you want to read a book? Do you want to listen to podcasts? Do you want to start writing a book? Do you want to move your body? Do you want to drink more water? Do you want to what? Whatever your thing is that you've been putting off doing, when you find yourself reaching for your phone and you start catching yourself, then go to that habit of reading, getting up and moving your body, drinking some water, taking a nap. I don't know what it is for you. You live your life in your best way, but find that out. Think it's what is one thing you can do in the cracks of your day? Because often in social media, the reason why we it's so easy is because it's just so easy. And so you're just like, oh, I have a couple minutes. I'm just going to open my phone. And then 45 minutes later, you're like, holy shit, what just happened? So that's a really great one. There's tons of apps. I am not always pro adding more apps. Like people who are trying to drink more water, I'm like, yeah, I mean, you could get the plant nanny app and you could do the whatever, but like, don't like, don't add more shit. If you're already tired and not being efficient and have crap in your day, adding another app to take track of, like that seems exhausting, but there are some really good ones. If you want to just build awareness and if you're just curious, like, wow, how much time do I spend on these apps? Um, your iPhone, I believe their new ones track it already. But secondarily, Moment is a really good app that will break it down and that you can set like barriers and reminders and things like that saying like, you know, once you've gone over two hours a day or once you've gone whatever. And again, I want to repeat it that social media is not bad. So you can be on your phone for six hours a day listening to podcasts or reading a book or writing the next best selling novel. Like don't demonize your phone and social media. Just start using it more efficiently in a way that feels good. And then my last thing is honestly on social media, do an audit. Like I have unfollowed so many people on Facebook just when I'm like, yeah, you're going to rant about that and unsubscribe and I will unfollow them. Same thing on Instagram. You'll see, I only follow 222 people. That's my favorite number. And I keep that very sacred where I'm like, you know what? I'm aware of who I'm following. And if I'm like, yeah. If I get the kind of that feeling, I unfollow them. I can always follow them again later. It's not a big deal. And so 
go through that social media audit. So when you are on there, it's more uplifting things. It's not things that frustrate you. It's not needless crap that doesn't fill your life cup, but actually you are catering your social media experience to what you want to have in life. So maybe you want to read more books. So like hashtag, follow the hashtag bookstagram or books of Instagram or readers of Instagram. And that might be a really great one or follow like Goodreads on Instagram. I don't know if they might have an Instagram account. I don't know. Um, that would be a really great way for you then to curate your social media feed. So first thing, turn off all the notifications that train us all like dogs. Second thing, either move them, the tempting apps to your second or third page of your phone or delete them totally. Third thing, fill that space with something else intentionally before you start on any of these experiments fill that space. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to read? Are you just going to sit and meditate and breathe? Are you going to listen to a podcast? What are you going to do with those little cracks of time? And then last, make sure that if you are going to be using social media, that you are doing it very mindfully. Cool. All right, friends. So upcoming craft your life happenings, the herd, we are getting so close, so close to April. And it will be post spring break, pre when school gets out. It's a perfect time to start thinking about summertime and the end of the year and setting new, strong, amazing routines and habits. So the herd 21 days to becoming mom stronger is coming. This is an exclusive three week experience for high achieving moms who are ready to create space in their busy days without losing their minds. I always promise you that I will help you do this in a way that just sucks the least. It is literally this three weeks together is literally a distilled experience of the MomStrong method, my, my, my high-achieving working mom coaching program that I spend one-on-one -on -one time with each of my clients every single day and help them craft their lives over a six, nine, or 12-month period. I took all of my best stuff and distilled it into a three-week group experience. It's going to be amazing. So you're going to get my best resources, habits, weekly routines for you to begin to transform your life Again, in a way that doesn't suck. And we'll spend time focusing on your daily and weekly routines, your nutrition, your mindset to keep it all going in a really sustainable way. It is a low cost, my friends, a lower investment of your time and of your energy. So you can snag your spot. There's a link in the by or in the show notes here. So go check that out. And again, whoa, friends, whoa, February. If it felt like January was 10 years long, it feels like February was a day. It's the 25th already, my Lord. So it is time to download a brand new habit tracker for free. So the MomStrong Habit Tracker, find the link in the resources. You can add in whatever habits you want to track and be mindful of, and you can track it and see that beautiful habit tracker wheel fill up. It's just beautiful. So grab it for free. There's a link in the show notes. And then join my free MomStrong Facebook group. I am in there supporting you all to help you live your best life, doing live videos, dropping in recipes, helping you figure out how to be a high achieving working mom and not lose your shit. Sorry, guys, it's going to be an exclusive episode again. I keep swearing. Okay. As always, you can find me, jennifer.t.johnson on Instagram. And if you have ideas for future topics, you can drop an email to jennifer at craftyourlifecoaching.com. And my friends, remember, I think you forgot sometimes. You are mom strong. You were not meant to be normal or average. You were meant to be exceptional. And as always, I am here in your corner cheering you on and believing in you before you even believe in yourself. Massive love to you.